Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hi there, I'm Claire Murphy. This is Mamma Mia's daily news podcast, The Quickie, and soon we'll be delving back into the sordid world of disgraced millionaire Jeffrey Epstein, who, despite being dead nearly five years now, is still causing waves through the ranks of his very famous former friends. But first, here's what's happening in the world for Monday, January 15. Aussie Princess Mary has now become Queen Mary after her husband's mother, Queen Marguerite II, abdicated the throne, the first Dane to do so in 900 years. Marguerite has been on the throne for 52 years, but on New Year's Eve delivered the message that she would step away, handing the Danish throne to her son Frederick and his wife Mary, who he met at a Sydney pub during the 2000 Olympics. Tens of thousands of people, including a host of Aussie expats, braved the Copenhagen three degree weather to catch a glimpse of the new king and queen, who marked the occasion with a low-key celebration, waving to the crowd from a balcony at Danish Parliament, where now former Queen Marguerite signed the paperwork. The war in Gaza has now reached the 100-day mark, with Israeli tanks and aircraft hitting targets in southern and central Gaza. Foreign Minister Penny Wong will become the most senior Australian politician to visit Israel since the Hamas attack back on October 7. She'll meet with the Israeli families of hostages and survivors of the attack. She'll also meet with Palestinians impacted by Israeli settler violence in the West Bank. Wong says this visit is about advocating for a pathway out of this conflict. Tennis legend Naomi Osaka will return to the Australian Open court tonight, one of a growing number of players who've gone back to the sport they love after having children. There were fears the 26-year-old would never return to tennis after publicly speaking out about her mental health battles that she faced during her career before she gave birth to baby Shy back in July. But she says this break has finally enabled her brain to click to the fact that being an athlete at this level, time is precious. Osaka now joins a contingent of stars in including Caroline Wozniacki, Angelique Kerber and Alina Svitolina returning to the court in Melbourne after having children. Former New Zealand Prime Minister Dame Jacinda Ardern has married her longtime love, Clark Gayford, in a secret ceremony at a famous Kiwi vineyard. The pair have been engaged for five years, initially planning to get hitched in 2022 before COVID hit and threw their plans in the bin. The couple's five-year-old daughter walked her dad down the aisle wearing a dress made from the fabric of her own grandmother's wedding gown. The pair said, I do at New Zealand's Craggy Range Vineyard in the Hawke's Bay region, a venue that's often called the most in Instagrammable vineyard on the planet. That's your latest news headlines coming up. The list. The names that have been dropped over the past week in connection with pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. A collection of sex tapes that may or may not exist. And why so many celebs are still having to justify their relationship with a predator. (laughs) 
Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. Despite having died nearly five years ago, the legacy of disgraced financier and convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein lives on. In recent weeks, a judge in the US unsealed sets of documents linked to a 2015 defamation case filed by Epstein victim Virginia Jeffrey against Epstein's co-conspirator Ghislaine Maxwell, who's currently serving a 20-year jail term for her involvement in recruiting the girls who would be lured into the child sex trafficking ring they had established. These documents name around 150 of Epstein's associates, including some names we were very familiar with and some that caught us a little more by surprise. It's not a list as such, more a discovery of just how influential Epstein was while he was alive, revealing the circles he ran in, giving detailed maps of how the victims in these court cases would have come into contact with the people they were accusing of sexual abuse. Names that have long been linked to Epstein were mentioned, like former President Bill Clinton, but included no details of any wrongdoing. But one of Epstein's accusers, Joanna Soberg, testified that Epstein told her that Clinton likes them young. Donald Trump is also not a surprising mention, Soberg also testifying that Epstein once discussed going to a casino in Atlantic City with the man who would later become president. But again, there's no mention of any wrongdoing on Trump's part. Prince Andrew's name has also long been linked to Epstein's, and he has himself settled a separate court case with Virginia Jeffrey, who accused him of sexual abuse, a claim he continues to deny. In Sobek's testimony, she accuses the prince of groping her breast and that someone took a photo of the incident before she was quickly ushered out of the room. She also explains how she sat on Andrew's lap, holding a puppet in the prince's likeness, the hand of which was placed on Virginia Jeffrey's breast. Others mentioned include magician David Copperfield, deceased modelling scout Jean-Luc Brunel, who took his own life in a French prison in 2022 after being himself accused of sexually assaulting minors, singer Michael Jackson, who died of an overdose in 2009, Hillary Clinton, Stephen Hawking, Leonardo DiCaprio, Al Gore, Kevin Spacey, who was last year found not guilty of sexually assaulting four men, Star Wars creator George Lucas, Aussie Kate Blanchett, Naomi Campbell, Bruce Willis, Cameron Diaz, Chris Tucker, and the list goes on. So what does all this mean? Has anyone been accused that we haven't heard about before? Gemma Barth is Mamma Mia's news editor. Gemma, why are these documents being unsealed now? They've been under wraps for nearly a decade now. Yeah, since 2015. So these are depositions. So even though they're from 2015, they've kind of been released or leaked over the years, but redacted. So bits might have been blacked out or context has been lost. And Now that there is this defamation lawsuit brought against Ghislaine Maxwell by Virginia, one of Epstein's accusers, the judge that's kind of presiding over that has decided to make the call to release all of it, all of the information, all 215 documents, because 
they're mainly largely public anyway. So they made that decision to be like, you know, you might as well have all the information instead of just some of it. What that's done, though, is the parts of it that people have grabbed onto is like there's this list now of all these people who are connected to Jeffrey Epstein. And in the celebrity world, being connected to Jeffrey Epstein means one very clear thing. But as we're finding out, a lot of these people who are being named might not necessarily have anything to do with the terrible, awful child sex trafficking ring that he is connected to. But how do we know in amongst all of this documentation whose names are connected to some potential wrongdoing and those who are just maybe acquaintances? See, this is the thing that happens when you only release part of the story. (laughs) Rumours, rumour mill. And that's exactly what's happened here because only parts of these documents have been released and then rumours were coming out that more names were going to be released. And so people kind of clung to this idea that there was a client list that was being released. It wasn't a client list. It was a list of names. And those names weren't all related to anything criminal. And you're right, it is tricky to kind of distinguish between who is connected to the child sex trafficking ring and who are just acquaintances. And to be honest, the answer is quite boring. You have to painstakingly go through the documents and find these names, these 150 names, to realise who is related and who isn't. And the majority of them aren't. To give you an example... There's a conversation on a plane and one of the victims is asked, did you meet Michael Jackson on one private jet visit? And the victim says no. And that's considered the mention of a name. (laughs) So that's put in the list of names. And it's a very innocent kind of example. So that's why there's nothing overly groundbreaking in this list And it's kind of been blown out of proportion, which I think we're all starting to realise now once all of the dust is settling. Well, that's leading me to my next question. Do these documents actually reveal anything that we didn't already know about all these players who are connected to Epstein and Maxwell? The simplest way to answer that is it it basically just adds more detail, more flesh to things we already knew. So to give you an example There were a lot of details in these files about how Epstein recruited the young girls to bring their friends along to his Florida home. So we didn't know exactly that process. So we've got more detail on that. We now know that Maxwell's devices were found to have search terms on them such as slave, erotic, dildo. So that's a small detail we didn't know. There is a woman who had consenting sex with Epstein who gives evidence in these files And, you know, this isn't really information that we need, but who gave evidence that Epstein said he needed to have three orgasms a day, that it was biological like eating. You know what I mean? They're not overly important details for us to know. I guess they just flesh out stuff we already do know. One thing that has kind of come out to light in one of these document releases is that one of the alleged victims has given testimony that they are in possession of several sex tapes that might include names like Donald Trump, Bill Clinton and Richard Branson, the founder of Virgin. Now, we don't know where these tapes are. No one's ever seen these tapes. Do we even know if these tapes actually exist? At the moment, no, we don't. And it's another one of those examples of something that's been blown a little bit out of proportion. The accuser that you're talking about 
inside these documents, she claimed to have seen sex tapes and then she later retracted that allegation and she clarified in an interview that she believed there are videos that exist. So it's a very clear difference. There might be videos, but she actually hasn't seen them. So it's again one of those kinds of things that's floating around that we don't have solid evidence on. As you mentioned, all of these documents are related to that 2015 defamation case against Ghislaine Maxwell. And within that, there are a lot of claims of crimes that were allegedly committed by Jeffrey Epstein himself, to which he's never faced justice for and obviously cannot now that he's passed. But what do these documents kind of tell us about the justice system and the role of wealthy people within that? To me, I think it proves, and I think we already know this, but it proves wealth by silence. I mean, it always has. Look at recent examples like Harvey Weinstein. He was able to sexually abuse potentially hundreds of women for decades because he was wealthy, famous and powerful and it took a literal uprising in the Me Too movement to take him down. It's the same kind of thing here. Epstein was operating in an enormous social circle of some of the most powerful people in the world. And I think that's the most important thing that's come out of this list. It proves how many important, famous, known people, in quotation marks, he was surrounded by who might have seen something and decided not to say anything or decided to turn a blind eye or thought, oh, no, he's a good guy, that can't be true. It kind of shows that the elite the famous, they largely remain above the law in some instances. Well, in this instance, for many, many years, he eventually did unravel and come undone and was arrested. But there does seem to be a separate set of rules for these people and then for the rest of us. (laughs) The realities and conspiracies surrounding the dealings of Jeffrey Epstein continue to both bolster the stories of the victims and feed conspiracy theorists. Bill Clinton spokespeople say the former president had no knowledge of Epstein's crimes and had not been in contact with him for more than a decade, while Trump admitted to knowing Epstein for 15 years, calling him a terrific guy who likes beautiful women as much as he does. Many on the younger side, he said. He later would say he wasn't a fan of Epstein's after allegations of sex trafficking went public. Some celebs have even had to defend themselves when they haven't even been mentioned. Talk show host Jimmy Kimmel saying he was slandered by an NFL player who implicated him, saying he would possibly make this list. The fact that many of the players in this sordid game are no longer with us means the details around the extent to which some of them were involved in Epstein's dealings may remain just theories, unless those tapes ever see the light of day. Thanks for listening, folks. We appreciate you spending some time feeding your mind with us. If there's something more you'd like us to uncover about this story or any others, please send us your ideas to thequickie at mamamia.com.au. The Quickie is produced by me, Claire Murphy, along with our executive producer, Callie Borg, with audio production by Tegan Sadler.